0: time for your most favorite thing that's right even on hiatus we put in hundred and seventy four percent welcome to the madman recap I am your host Paul I'm coming to you high atop the Brooklyn studios here in beautiful New York City uh, we've got our uh, studio all warmed up I got my fire going here I've got my um, I've got my drink in hand uh, I've got the episode up on my screen and there's another thing I have, I have my co-host, Dr. John, there in Cincinnati. How are you? Oh, in Columbus, I'm sorry. How are you, Doctor?
1: I'm doing great. I'm not so toasty. We got a few inches of snow here. Oh my! Yeah, a little slickery on the roads.
0: Don't say that word. Oh, we're we we're actually uh, we're actually just gotten getting some flakes here this evening. <coughs> Did you fall down? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're just getting some <laughs> some flakes here. <laughs> uh in the city tonight and it, it, it feels like christmas uh, uh john and i just wanted to start off the top of the show by asking you what your um what your favorite christmas carol is or your favorite christmas song
1: oh, i love the carol of the bells
0: oh really with all the bells i'm going to say it's a uh, it's played out <laughs> <laughs> do you have a favorite of course uh last christmas by george michael actually it's tough because it's between Last Christmas by George Michael. Wait, wait, that's Wham. Well, or Wham. I'm sorry. We're splitting hairs tonight. He Listen, he did all the hard work, by the way. He did all the heavy lifting, George Michael. Let's be clear. Uh, and then uh, the other one is a King's Christmas song that I can't remember the title to. Well, that, um, that's helping us all out. I know, well, I could look it up now, but it's just getting embarrassing. Uh, John? This is a big one. Let's call a spade a spade here. This is, the, uh, this is the season finale of season two, Meditations in an Emergency. And I'm going to be honest with you. I learned just about three things really? watching this episode again. Yeah, you think I'd learn a little more because I've seen these episodes before, but I don't. is well, it's a finale. Nah, I don't know. I mean, it's not... I mean, it's a finale like, <laughs> like two years ago. So... I mean, let's be fair. John, number one. All right. Uh, In number one, there's a subset. Number one, step one, go to the doctor and get a confirmation that you're pregnant. Step two, immediately go horseback riding. Step three, repeat step two until a desired result is attained. Oh. I'm just saying, listen, not everybody goes horseback riding after they find out they're pregnant. Seems to be a no-no. If you will. Uh, Number two, John, walk into your own office, break your own television and like a child, blame anyone else in the room that you can see. That's our friend Harry Crane in case you in case you haven't rewatched the episode. Number three, John. Go on an unscheduled vacation. Return to find out that you've made five hundred thousand dollars. Be a bit discouraged when you realized, after checking the internet for 1960s conversion that your take home is going to be about 53 bucks. Oh. I'm sorry. It's disappointing to me as well.
1: He was hoping for some nice stuff with that money.
0: Inflation has gone off the chain, John.
1: We could probably blame the Cubans for that. I do every day. But before we get to them.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Let's get it started, shall we? Thank you. Uh, we we uh, kick off the show in what appears to be some sort of uh, makeshift doctor's office slash guest room, where Betty Draper is sitting, not too happily, on the edge of a table, and
0: a uh, short balding physician, in what him. in what appears to be a green bear sweater. I've never <laughs> seen a sweater like it. Literally, looks like he ripped it off an animal <laughs> and put buttons on it. But. Even though he's in bare
1: skin, it's not warm enough. He's got a nice little scarf. He's on. He's got a
0: little scarf on, yeah.
1: And uh, the heater has been stolen from the room by his uh, shifty wife. But Ooh. he uh, he comes bearing good news. He tells Betty Monster that she's going to have another child to eat.
0: She <laughs> okay. But she, I she I was wasn't pregnant. aware that she was eating children at, at, at this point in in the uh, in in the series.
1: Just watch the show close. I'm sorry. You're right. But uh, he tells her, you know, and, and if you remember from the last show, we ended the show with uh, Betty having a bit of an unpleasantness on the couch and uh, in her pants. And this is now explained.
0: <laughs> okay. No, you're right. This is explained. This
1: is explained in that, you know, it, it was not a infection or a trauma. This is uh, the gift of life. She's going Indeed. to have a baby. And, uh, and And let's just say that Betty's not thrilled with this bundle of joy news and in fact asks uh you know in terms you know that are there other options and the doctor comes down very judgmental as was the time um, wait a minute
0: wait a minute as a doctor if a woman of means asked you for an abortion you'd be like yeah let's do it
1: uh, well no because i can't perform them myself anyway sure but uh,
0: you, but you, but you you would hand her the abortion clinic directions you would you would give her the google map what
1: <laughs> Well, actually, in that situation, you you contact the uh, you know your office counselor, and you just have somebody to talk with them about their options.
0: Oh, so you you're completely hands off.
1: Well, no, I I direct them in that direction.
0: Oh, you can't say hey. You sure you don't just want to give it some thought? It's a blessing.
1: Well, I mean, that was year one in medical school, but things change.
0: Stay out of it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> is that what they
0: is that what they tell you?
1: No, no. You want to get involved, you just want to make sure they're, they're fully educated on the options.
0: Doctors, when a patient asks you for advice, run out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it feels like that to a lot of people. <laughs> Moving on.
1: Um, but, uh, but so, you know, he, he actually says that. He's like, you know, you're a woman of means with a happy, healthy family. Uh, that, that is not an option for, for your type. That's an option for the, the young girls. Uh, that have no other options and sure uh, so she just kind of uh nods to him and and he goes to find a heater to do the exam
0: yes i mean he wants to scope things out what does she do john she just picks up her stuff and leaves
1: and uh you know and it's funny because he kind of gave her some advice you know eating well taking care of herself no horseback riding
0: stay off the ponies right here's here's (laughs) the thing john do you think that she can feel that there's a warlock growing inside her womb
1: I'm sure it doesn't feel comfortable.
0: It can't possibly be easy to carry a warlock to term. <laughs> oh, to term? Do they have different terms? Do the warlocks go a little extra? <laughs> I think warlocks, uh, they, they mature faster.
1: Oh, it's like a microwave in there.
0: You don't want to have... <laughs>
1: I'm going to skip that. All right. Moving on, yeah. yeah so, so we, we leave the, the doctor's office and head out to the
0: office, and we have
1: uh, a little, little gossip table forming.
0: Sure. Uh, get... I, it's... I really blame all gossip on, and it's easy, to blame it on Harry Crane. And then you've got that complete douche puddle, uh, Kinsey, who literally laps up any kind of uh, panic. It's
1: amazing, because they actually they, the two of them together make Cosgrove actually look better.
0: And well, I, you know what? I feel like we've always been kind of on the side of Ken Cosgrove.
1: <laughs> oh, you mean Bucktooth?
0: Well, I mean, just because he's just because he seems a little doesn't mean that he's not better than those other douche captains.
1: And thankfully, Peggy's in the scene to make it not entirely unbearable. Yes, but they're they're postulating, they're coming up with thoughts. You know, did Don take off and run? Did Don start opening up Sterling Cooper West? Is he going to land in aerospace? Uh, account, you know what's going on, and you know as of course the only classy person in the room, uh, Peggy stays out of the conjecture, and uh, immediately goes to see Pete, who is working on an aviation account, and yeah. is like, look, Pete, they're they're asking for some numbers because unbeknownst to them the sale has gone down, and um, and he's she's like, hey, you got you got to tell him about the whole Clarice thing, and this bums him out. He's like, wow, you know, Donald dance on my grave if he finds out, and I don't want to tell Doc. You know, she's
0: just very encouraging. Uh, I was like, look, tell them what happened. They'll be fine. Good advice, because the truth will set you free, John. You think so? It set case? me it set me free a few times.
1: What I, what I don't want, uh, understand is, if anything, Pete does not strike me as, uh, oh, I don't know how you'd say this, athletic. No. And yet he has a football trophy. <laughs>
0: Well, John, let's be clear. Uh, it's easy to get those at garage sales <laughs> or, fl- or flea markets. Uh, I have several here myself, and I think we both know that you, I was not a star Did You come across a lot of garage sales in Manhattan? Oh, yeah. Stoop oh. sales. Yeah, just down the street, you know? No? Okay. Yeah, yeah, all the time. All the time. <laughs> uh, well, did you say in Manhattan? Not so much in Manhattan, but out here in Brooklyn, sure. All right. Yeah, where people are better. <laughs> I'm sorry, no judgment, John. Uh, we find ourselves then uh, in, in one of the few outdoor shots we ever get in the series, um, out at the riding stables. Uh, I don't know how. I don't know if you noticed how beautiful the leaves are here uh, in uh, in the New England area. In the uh, fall of '62. In the fall of '62, John. I oh, believe you if did you not look...
1: just, you did not just call New York New
0: England. You know, actually, fall Kate, fall. Kate, and I were having a little a little uh, a little talk about this the other day okay Uh, because it's so close to the new england area that i feel like you could and i know there's the whole you know sports thing i don't care i don't (laughs) care about that you know what i mean the whole sports thing whatever that's not that's not where i'm coming down on this okay i'm talking about just this eastern northern half of the country
1: what i mean if you didn't
0: know that the the leaves turn colors other places I did not know that, John. Uh, I prefer to only. I'm I'm like a I'm like a child who believes that when they leave the room, it disappears. So if if you're not if you if you're not in New England area, uh, apparently you don't exist.
1: <laughs> well, and and we see that Betty has uh, done what it seems like most patients do and ignored the doctor.
0: And, Everyone that I know that's gotten pregnant has gone immediately to either the bar where they can ride one of those mechanical bulls. Uh-huh. Or, if they're of means, to the to, to the uh stables. And and
1: she uh, she finishes her jaunt and comes down to see guess who? Donnie Draper.
0: Oh man. Yeah, he's he back. does. He is! He's back with a tan. <laughs> I don't know if you notice in this scene, he's oh, he's yeah. he, he's very he's very sun kissed.
1: Well yeah, you think that's gotta like Piss her off even more. Like, yeah, not, seriously. Not, not well, you know what? Here's here's the thing,
0: though, John. Her people are Nordic. She just burned.
1: That's well. That's true. Let's be honest. <laughs> but they have a. I think they have a. This is actually one of I think her few uh, great exchanges. You mm-hmm. know, because I, I think she plays like hurt and pouty very well. That may be her persona in real life. But uh, you know, I mean, that she just this com- this all goes real smooth, as far as you know her her kind of being. You know the whole off the cuff. It must be nice, needing time, just taking it on your own yeah. terms. You know, you don't worry about what anybody thinks. And and Don says, you know, uh, I'd do anything to to undo what happened. And so she, you know, she actually. I thought that was a great one she hit him with. What happened?
0: Yeah. And uh, he still can't. He still can't say it. He does. He does get close though. I mean, he does. I think. I think he says enough. You know, like I was not respectful right. to you. Right. Um, I and, mean, I think this is as close as you can get Don Taper to admitting um, that I, you know he's not the best guy. Yeah, let's be honest; he's that, the cool. He's the coolest.
1: But I, I really liked how Betty answered with "Good to know I'm not crazy." You know, after all that she went through, like, like searching the suits and just kind of flipping out.
0: Well, and it's uh, kind of good. You kind of get the uh, the feeling that uh, you know he can take. Some response. well Oh man, I had a thought and I lost it. Oh no, I did. I I had a good one too. Let's move on.
1: What? what the you know the scene ends with Don asking to see the kids and, and Betty's like, look, I I can't really do that right now. So I will I will call you and we'll make arrangements. So it's nice to kind of see her not just to say, oh sure, you know whatever.
0: So I thought Can that I, was well done. That was well handled. You Got I your agree. thought back? Nope. No. <laughs> uh, moving on, we take a we take a a, a long illustrious dive into the duck pond with uh pete and uh and duck who is apparently back on the sauce john things are going good and when things are going good yeah drink
1: oh yeah he is now off the wagon and in the pond
0: officially uh pete comes in to say hey uh i'm sorry but uh the thing is uh you know clear cell dropped and duck says that's fine it would have been a conflict anyway (laughs) Uh, 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 oh that's right pete we are uh, we are uh, merging with Putnam Pound Lowell, and um, I would like you to be head of accounts. Bum, bum, bum.
1: Which is Duck's current position.
0: Which it is. Um, Duck will be moving to vice president. President. President? Who would put Duck in charge of anything? Really, nobody. That um, was just a condition that he made when he put this whole thing together. The man... Kick his dog out on the Madison Avenue, John.
1: Not in front of anybody.
0: Unforgivable.
1: Uh, absolutely. Well, I think don't we see chomsey in season four?
0: In season four, Ch- Chomsey wins the Kennel Club dog show. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I don't. I don't, But that's that's uh, that's kind of late '60s though. So the, <laughs> the, things the the, the rules had been changed.
1: But you're right doug passes on this information the sale is final he's going to be president. he's going to make pete head of accounts they congratulate each other mm-hmm. and uh, he kind of warns him to be like you know what let's just not say anything uh until this is like final and i just saw i don't know if you notices but i think it's quite comical that uh i think duck has a
0: duck on the wall no yeah he has a du- yeah he has that little duck uh kind of sculpture thing yeah 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 that's on the wall i mean wouldn't you if your name was duck yeah
1: you don't think that's too much i mean much?
0: it's a nickname duck oh you're saying you know, you're saying it's in poor taste it's a little cheesy it's yeah. a little yeah like you saw that coming kind like if he would have had a picture of like a uh i don't know so
1: uh, like like if your name is
0: ramses and you have well, like a portrait of like the pharaoh <laughs> nope i don't think that's even close <laughs> uh I, <laughs> let's let's move on this is this is gonna go nowhere we're already talking too much. Let's barrel through this episode. John, you know what else is going on during this time? Uh, no. The Cuban Missile Crisis. Oh, that was a big deal. Oh, it was a huge deal. I mean, just watching this, I was scared witless. I but mean, they had they had the nukes pointed
1: right at us. I, and it's funny, you know, being, being the age that we are, I, I don't think there's, like, we can't even come close to appreciating what this must have been like.
0: I can. <laughs> <laughs> I live in New York and take the B train over the Manhattan Bridge every day. Okay. That's all I'm saying. You, you drive by some bomb shelters here and there? No, not so much bomb shelters. It's just the constant, the, the constant looming of threat. Okay. That's all I'm saying. All right. But no, yes, I, it, it's been a while since I've hung out at a fallout shelter. You're <laughs> right.
1: But we see, we see uh, actual, actual footage of President Kennedy... Uh, announcing the crisis that has begun, and Don uh, actually reaching for the phone to call home, uh, but thinks better of it, and just kind of
0: continues to take it all in. Betty probably has no idea this is even happening. No, no, I doubt it. She's a little slow. Um, we then see Don going into work for the for the first time in what must have been a few weeks. Yeah, yeah.
1: Roger uh, yeah. actually says that in a minute about uh, you know it's been yeah. about three weeks. So.
0: We, uh, he uh, goes to meet Joan who's working his desk And uh, he uh, sees for the first time That uh, Peggers has got Her own uh, her own office John.
1: Yeah, yeah, she took it over from uh, Freddie Rumson, bar and mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, he appreciates the, the, ha- the haircut And the popsicle account And uh, finds that he has a lot of stuff To catch up on, a stack of mail You know what this is like, Paul You, fo- you go away for your long vacations Come back, everything's piled up <laughs>
0: It's funny because I have the same freedom as Don, where I can just disappear, and yep. it's cool.
1: Uh, yeah,
0: and it's always—I tell you what—it's a buster coming back to it. All the, he didn't even have to deal with emails. Oh God! Imagine John. You know, if only Don had a smartphone.
1: <laughs> anyway. um, but but Joan kind of helps run him run run the list of what's going on with his uh, his correspondence and Roger and Duck. Don, uh, Don sets everything in motion and who pops in but little Pete oh man
0: this um, was great
1: this was a great scene
0: and I think this was a great move on Pete's part because Pete wait on Pete's part th- this is isn't this where Pete tells uh, Don that the is no, no 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 oh it's oh, a lot late oh later on. oh I feel stupid tell, tell me what happened this is the scene where Pete is you know because
1: you, you remember when Don disappeared he was with Pete. They were getting right. ready to go to a meeting for the aerospace right. guys, and yeah. Don just leaves, and so Pete comes in. He's like, "What the hell?" He's, you know, he says he can't drive. He couldn't make hardly any meetings. Mm-hmm. Um, and Don, you know, I don't know if Don's like just making an ally because he's been away for so long,
0: but uh, he's like, you know, he says, "Did you ever think I left you alone because I thought you could handle it?" I think it's clear he was making an ally. He was just being like, "Yeah." I would say I'm sorry for leaving you, but I'm not. So I'm just going to say that you're you smart. You're not dumb enough to f that up.
1: What well, and you know and and, uh, and he goes you, you know I, I was right. You could handle it. And he says you know gives him a little advice. You know sometimes it's better to to wait until you're ready to get the things that you want. And he goes you think I'm ready? Don says yes. And I think it's this conversation that actually sets up that conversation that you referenced uh, true. a little bit later on.
0: That's true. That's true. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, I think we move then to uh, him going to Roger's office to find out that he got $53 uh, in, a, <laughs> in the year 2010. Uh, no, he finds out that uh, while he's been gone, the company has been sold to um, our uh, friends across the pond, Putnam Powell Mole, And, Lowell, and uh, Don will be making a half a mil. Uh, which is a lot of cat. Now, John, did you actually find out how much that would be in 1960s dollars? Nineteen sixty dollars? Yeah, uh, I think that would be enough to buy a brand new Saab. <laughs> what? What? It's a car. Yeah, no, I know what a Saab is. Thank you, but that just seemed like the most random thing you could say. Well, thank you. I, I love. I
1: love.
0: <laughs> I mean, they think, they said
1: that Don has like a twelve and a half percent share as a yeah. minor partner. And if you split up the, uh, the the rest of the 88 three ways, that means the other partners cleared uh, well over double that. It's
0: pretty good. I'd yeah. take it.
1: I'd take it right now. Yeah. Um, so anyways, everybody seemed to make out. I, what I thought was the best part about this was the uh, the very end of this conversation where Roger <laughs> Roger tells uh, tells Don you know about the whole merger thing. Well, Cooper and Alice jumped on it. I wasn't going to make trouble. Yeah,
0: that was that was funny too. That was that was funny when this was. Uh, Roger was begging for this. Oh, I mean, yeah. He needs this bad because he's going through what some would call a messy divorce, John. Yeah, and he's I got think to, I, he's I got think everyone would call it. And let's let's be honest. Uh, I'm guessing his young wife is going to cost some serious dough. She looks like a spender, John. I'm not going to lie. And a drinker. Oh, geez, that's true. We see that over and over and over and we see hey Don. That, uh, we see next that
1: roger roger's upset at the whole bombing situation sure he's, he's anxious about it and don's like we don't really know what's going on this is true and we flash to a whole bunch of people that really don't know what's going on and uh, father father hanks
0: yeah speaking about uh,
1: <laughs> speaking about uh, Khrushchev and castro and making this uh, you know World scary and, and, you know, just really trying to freak out his own congregation.
0: That's how you rule by fear, John. Apparently. If there's one thing that I've, I've figured out, it's just scare the bejesus out of people and they love you.
1: Now, we actually we see Peggy and her mom attending this service. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's trying to, the priest is just, I guess, trying. This is kind of what he says to Peggy later on, but he's encouraging the congregation to... You know, come forward with their sins, confess, repent, and, and
0: repair what, uh, what badness has happened. You got to settle up with uh, JC. Before the big one drops. That's what I think he could have said it all just like that. Everybody, even you in the back, in the cheap seats, <laughs> settle up with JC, and we'll see you on the other side. That's what I would have done, and everybody just would have clapped. Yeah! See you over there.
1: Still, that was a more that was a more fun uh, setting than the, uh, the the following scene, which is out at the beauty salon. Did you see mm-hmm. this, like in the in the very opening scene? They got like those uh, those great uh, silhouettes, just like at the beauty bar.
0: Uh, oh yes, yes. Uh, for those of you not uh, familiar with uh, beauty bar, uh, it's actually you can actually uh, picture it just as uh, go to uh, fifteen uh, minutes fifty nine seconds in. And imagine a bar being in there and it being dirty and dark. Uh, there's one. I know there's one in Los Angeles and there's one here in New York on 14th Street. Maybe we should have our meetup there, John. We should do a big listener meetup at Beauty Bar.
1: Well, let's see if we get any feedback. If other people think that'd be fun, we could do
0: it. Listener meetup uh, for season five. That'd be great. We'll get – I'm not going to promise this, but I'm going to kind of promise it. We'll get John Hamm there. <laughs> We'll get John Slattery there. We may be able to get me there. I don't know. And we'll get you there. Perfect. It'll be John, John, Don, and Paul.
1: And that would be a lot and more Kate, fun. Obviously.
0: And Kate, obviously. And Kate, obviously. And Kate. But that would be a lot more fun than
1: what's happening here. Gee. We got uh, everybody's favorite person, Francine,
0: in the chair. I love Francine. You're the one with the problem, <laughs> John.
1: And uh, talking about the terror and the panic and the mayhem and the whatnot. And, a and, uh, and and apparently this other woman and her daughter are not appreciating the discouraging talk of Miss Francine. <laughs> and anyways, that little interaction is just blah.
0: And, no, it goes it goes down kind of hard uh, because the lady's being a big uh, unhappy boner about it. Um, but then when they when she sits down with Francine sits down with uh, Betty, she says, "I wish I had a fallout shelter so I could slam the door in her face." <laughs> We're pretty sure the big one's gonna drop any moment.
1: Yeah, no, I, I mean I think that's the.
0: Can you see? Thought. Can you can you see a nuclear warhead coming, John? Do you have enough time to get into your fallout shelter?
1: Uh, yeah, actually. Like here's the
0: thing: if you're playing Wii, let's say. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. Do and the siren goes off. Right. Do you have enough time to turn the Wii off and get down to the fallout shelter?
1: Absolutely. The oh really? The sirens go off at six minutes.
0: You got six minutes. Uh huh. Oh man. What now this would be this would be unfortunate. You wanna this is something that's a tip. Leave the fallout shelter unlocked. What is so that? The last thing you wanna do, John, is be fumbling with the keys.
1: Oh, okay. Right. You know what I'm
0: saying? And if
1: there's a couple of homeless people just hanging.
0: You never know who's squatting in your fallout shelter.
1: <laughs> uh, but, Eddie. but we do find we do have the interchange where uh, Francine and, and Betty Betty tells her that she's pregnant. And, uh, again, says that she doesn't really think it's a good time. And, uh, again, talking about getting rid of it. And mm-hmm. Francine also kind of gives her the same type of thing. Like, Hey, you know, just, just see what happens. Just. Yeah. She says, yeah. There's a, you know, you could do it in a hospital in Puerto Rico. Maybe not the best travel time. And, uh, and that, you
0: know, she tell you what, Tom, alley in Albany. Nothing against Puerto Rico. But yep. if I was going to get an abortion, I don't know if I'd go to Puerto Rico. You're a doctor. Yep. You don't. You don't have borders. No. What is? (laughs) Would you get an abortion in Puerto Rico?
1: I mean, it'd be on the list, but not at the top.
0: Okay. Uh, Moving on, we get back to Sterling Cooper, and uh, you know, of course, everyone uh, wants to hear some news about the uh, about the uh, the crisis missile situation. Um, So, where's the TV? Well, it's in Crane's office. They're trying to kind of get some reception. Uh, I believe it's Sal is just whacking it on the side.
1: No, no, it's, it's our, your friend Kinsey that's hitting
0: it. Hard. Oh, Kinsey. You know, he shouldn't do a lot of movement because he's always wearing those heavy sweaters. He's got to be, be sweating like a horse in there. <laughs> he, so he's whacking the TV like a, like a terrorist. There, I said it. And uh, Crane comes in. The child, get out here. I'll fix it. I'll fix it. And breaks it.
1: <laughs> and it says, look what you did. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> what a turd. Uh, he just comes in with even more uh, more gossip. They're counting us, he says. Um, they're asking too many questions. He feels as if they're gonna start. Well, there's something big going on, and they don't know what. And they don't know what. And immediately, if something big's going on, it means people are getting fired. That's just that's a simple equation, John.
1: And this is what I think is so cool about this show <coughs> is that you have all these little tie-ins. You know, the four of them they go to the switchboard they get Lois. Uh, we all know Lois is kind of the inept secretary that couldn't hack it with Don went back to the switchboard. But if you remember from way back in the first season, she had like this big crush on Sal. Mm-hmm. And like the three of them are asking for some information and she doesn't give it until Sal kind of smiles and said, we'll really owe you. Oh, that's funny. And that's where she kind of caves and then she goes ahead and tells him the whole thing about the PPL um, purchase and the merger and cranes an absolute Tool to her, it's like. Is it, yeah,
0: <laughs> really I'm gonna talk it? down to you like you're real stupid. Yeah, that was that was. Uh, she should have just punched him in his bow tie. <laughs> no, she should have just kneed him in the balls, John. <laughs> See, Ladies, right? if anyone talks down to you like that, feel free to use your knee and plant it directly in their balls. <laughs> I'm just saying, John.
1: And and uh, she makes them promise that if anybody's still there when this happens that they uh,
0: they take her out of the switchboard because i'm sure that's not a fun place oh no 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 it's like being in a dungeon thank god we have computers to do it now john routers and networks and blah blah and hey hey we move on uh we see don here at the uh, waldorf astoria knock at the door hey the kids are there bobby and sally very happy to see him. i mean they don't know what's going on they just know that their mother's a monster
1: you see Bobby give, like, Don a punch to the gut and then just walk Oh, away. you got to do that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Where you been, Dad? Punch to the gut. His little fists are probably, like, just little little uh, uh, marshmallows. <laughs> I mean, you know, he's got nothing. Don uh, should hit okay. him right back. All right. So we find so. out that the kids are spending the night with Don.
1: Betty's got planes of her own, apparently. Um, he has, oh, do, he oh asks does her, she? Don, oh, does she, John? <laughs> does she? Don, Don so. says, hey, you know, why don't you hang out? We'll do, like, the family thing. And she's like, nope, and heads off. She tells him to just drop, drop the kids off with Carla, because she'll be riding again. As as she repeats step two.
0: Yes, as she should continue to continue. Yes, till desired effect, or you get nuked. Uh, she's walking through the city, John. She does a little bit of window shopping, and um, and tell me, no, no, you no, know, no. I. Was what? that
1: window? I thought that was I thought that was less
0: window shopping and more more of a. I was going to make this nostalgia. point. And then you see, you stole it out right out of my mouth. Oh, okay. I, you know, you you, you got to be the one to be the smart guy. No, huh? not
1: at all. You started no, going it's a, the
0: shopping. I, exactly. I okay. No window. Anyway, God damn it. John, shut up. Here's the thing Betty's walking through the city, looking in windows of stores. Okay. And uh, in the windows of the stores, you see these mannequins, these models, if you will. And you can see Betty's reflection in the window. And she seems to be looking longingly at the life she's lost. And you know how she lost that life, John? How? Having children.
1: Outstanding.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You are some kind of bastard. But that's fine. (laughs) I don't care. But no, I couldn't agree more. She she has that thought. She goes to just
1: uh, she does do some shopping. We see she has some parcel bags, grabs a, a beverage at a bar. And, oh yes. Uh, and what what kind of outfit was this guy wearing? Did you oh, see the he, bartender?
0: Yes. Did he, he is just the
1: get Fired off of the Titanic.
0: This was this was just a little reference for all you folks paying attention out there. This is the captain before he meant to kneel.
1: <laughs> i'm
0: pretty sure i'm pretty sure i didn't i looked it up on wikipedia See, and I, I thought he just got back from his tryout for the love boat he might have i mean well you know everyone this actually might be a writer for the love boat and his 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 uniform was uh the, the inspiration. inspiration there you go yeah yeah you never know john things are funny
1: so betty uh, betty orders herself a drink uh some some random guy picks up the tab for her and uh, tries to make a move. Is, this, is it me or was this just a terrible line? Oh, what did he say? He goes, uh, it seems like
0: this is the place to be tonight. I thought that was an awesome line. I would have jumped on him right there. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have I wouldn't even waited five minutes. I would have said, let's go find a bathroom. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
1: But she, she actually kind of gives him the cold shoulder. He asks her name and he's like, you know, she's like, you know what? Thanks for the drink. I'm just going to enjoy it.
0: Sure. Take a hike. Yeah. And you know what? You know what's good about this guy? What's that? Is he's like, okay. Right. I feel like a lot of guys would have been like, oh, come on. Really? No. I bought you the drink. I bought you the drink. You owe me. Right. You owe me some favors.
1: So you think he got some points by heading I, away. I thought it was nice. and I, think, I liked him better. And I think the, the next scene is uh, just a great... Um, you know, bizarro madmen, because for the first time we got Don mm-hmm. with the kids hanging sure. out, eating, TV, root beer,
0: burgers, burgers. Yeah. You know,
1: and then uh, and then you got Betty at the bar, drinking, and, yeah, boozing,
0: and doing other stuff. gallivanting John, as they say. Carousing, indeed. I believe they call that a role reversal. Okay. Okay. Look at all the big words we're using today. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, she goes to the bathroom. And on her way, John, she gives what I call bedroom eyes.
1: Oh, all right. Yeah. I
0: thought it was the big eye. Because it seemed like uh, just that, her, do, that doesn't even make sense. Just her the left big eye? eye got bigger. Oh, no, that's called the hairy eyeball. Oh. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think that's what she gave. Uh, so it, she, she gave maybe a plethora of looks on her way back. Um, And this guy comes back into the hallway, kind of in the shadows, and says... Does he, like, who are you? No, he says, what are you doing here? As she's standing outside the bathroom
1: door. (laughs) And she says, I'm waiting. And apparently he uh, felt that was an invitation to uh, make out. Oh, maybe it was, John. It seemed like it was to me. Well, she was was more than receptive. Indeed. And apparently uh, this guy knows, as everybody should know, that... Uh, most establishments that are
0: run by captains have yeah. a makeout room next to the bathrooms. This is true, John. This is this is something that's undeniable. Uh, every uh, every bar in Manhattan yep. that is, yeah that is run by a seaman uh, does <laughs> have have a makeout room. So uh, just a little <laughs> something to keep in mind next time you're in the city. So as as she is, uh, I don't know if she's hammered from a gimlet,
1: but she's using the wall for her balance. Uh, she seems s-
0: forceful. John
1: slides into the room, and a- as she enters, uh, simply says, "I'm married."
0: Uh, I guess that was her idea of uh, setting the mood. Well, I think it was one of those things like, uh, "You go and have the morals." Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. I'm not. You know. Right. Just just a quick check. Are right. you going to do the right thing? Because I'm not. And apparently, yeah. he is not. I don't know. I got to say, uh, put in that situation, John, what would you do? Uh, just buy her another gimlet. <laughs> Wait, stop right there and buy her another gimlet? Whoa, whoa, you're married? Hold on. Let's go have another drink <laughs> and think about this.
1: Um, but but they, that's not the route they take. And, uh, <laughs> no, not at all. And uh, head right in and uh, get down to brass tacks. And if they, you will. Uh,
0: yeah, and they they, uh, they they go all the way. They do in what, what many cultures they call doing the move. Ah, yes. Yeah. And Betty, uh, Betty seems to be enjoying
1: herself thoroughly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we then flash back to the Waldorf story. I think the kids are asleep, John. And uh, Don asleep. pulls. What are you talking well, about? Oh, are they not? They're watching the TV? Believe it's a beaver. Oh, they're watching the, the beaver? Is that some <laughs> kind of. Is that some kind of. I. John, this is a family show, right? Okay, all right. So let's keep it on that level, all right? Perfect. I hate to, I hate to berate you in front of the audience. <laughs> I know how that pains you. <laughs> but uh, uh, but
1: but as as the kids are watching the TV, uh, Don sits down and starts to write something, and and uh, we find out later it's a, a letter. Often it's you think it's work, but uh, he's he's writing something with uh, with Betty in mind, and we'll find out a little bit more about. Don's thoughts meanwhile um, the first mate finds the couple uh, in, in a locked room and asks just stupidly yeah
0: what are you doing in there
1: what are you doing
0: uh, nothing just putting her clothes back on we had uh, examined each other <laughs> she wasn't feeling so well in the biblical way um. uh, <laughs> we then we then find ourselves uh, back in Brooklyn with father hanks in the fallout shelter um peggy's mom thought it might be a good idea for some fresh goods for some fresh baked goods because literally john any six minutes from now right the warhead is on its way that's what i was
1: thinking i mean don't you not want fresh foods in this kind of a place
0: that would be my thought but you know if it's going to happen any minute right you might as well have a cinnamon roll while humanity is burning alive.
1: Uh, see, I think the fallout shelter from the church, maybe not uh, as as the best place uh, as far as people being able to get there in that. Six in minute six window. minutes. Yeah.
0: How do you know you've got six minutes? That's what I want to know.
1: Oh, that's well published.
0: Oh, is that common knowledge? Well, <laughs> cat. Okay. Well, I feel stupid. Uh, Father Hanks uh, really puts it puts it on the line for Peggy here, John. He 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 he. he, he, he He pulls out every priestly creep he can and says that sometimes he feels as if the Lord has sent him here to save just Peggy. Yeah, she doesn't like that. How would you respond to that?
1: Well, I'd say job done. Thank you.
0: (laughs) Saved. Ching. (laughs) See you later.
1: Here's your sign. Um, (laughs) But, uh, you know, he kind of threatens her with hell. Unless she uh, repents, and, and she's like, ah, that's in my mind, that's not how
0: God works. Thanks a you lot. Feel like Enjoy the sandwiches. I feel like the threatening with hell never works like you think it will. You think that went differently in his mind? I oh, go, totally. In either. his here's how it went down in his head: <laughs> <laughs> when Peggy shows up, I'll threaten her with eternal damnation, and she will turn into a puddle, and uh, and then maybe we'll go get a sandwich. That's my thought. <laughs> I don't know.
1: All right, well, <laughs> and that's that's how, that's how
0: I see it going. Uh, we then get back to uh, the Draper household with um, Peggy, Betty. Damn it! Drink, uh, Betty. She comes inside after a uh, uh, long night of infidelity and grabs a grabs a leg of uh, fried chicken out of the fridge. I, I can't think. I can't think of anything better to do. I mean, what else would you do? That,
1: I don't know. Was it just me? I mean, that, that whole scene—it seems like whoever's in charge of this episode is trying to do something there, and I, either I'm missing it, or it's just a weird scene.
0: Maybe it's one of those things like uh, maybe it's an indulgence. You know oh, what I mean? First, the like, random
1: dude at the bar, and then yeah, and then and some then, KFC. Yeah, like what's <laughs>
0: what's 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 worse than adultery? Well, probably the colonel. And. <laughs> <laughs> He's just as alluring with his seven herbs and spices, John. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy!
1: Um, well, what's not as alluring is uh, the threat of bomb shelters to, uh, to to people that have money and silver, as Trudy points out. The
0: uh, we hop up to Pete's apartment in where?
1: Where are they? Uptown?
0: Yeah, they're uh, they're up in the. I I, th- I always pictured it on the Upper uh, East Side. Okay. Yeah, but 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 pretty far up i'm talking 80s like in the 80s right yeah
1: and so uh, so trudy's packing including the fine silver and pete's kind of getting a little chuckle out of that she's like oh there could be looting I'm like right they're gonna they're gonna make it to the 14th floor okay good thing <laughs> and uh, they it won't a little, be a 14th floor you know they have a little interchange he uh he's like you you don't get it you're you're, you're an hour from dc uh your <laughs> your deck chairs are gonna be on fifth avenue you're not this is you're not safe yeah. And uh, she doesn't appreciate that. She says, you know, you should come with me. And he doesn't want to. And, and they have this interchange. She's like, if you loved me, you'd come with me. And we find out that maybe Pete's not that into her right now.
0: Yeah, I got to say, this is kind of a dick move, Rapey Pete. I mean, why would you not go? Don't you want to? He wants to die in Manhattan. Is that I, a better place? Uh, I mean, here's the thing, John. Yeah. Uh, nuclear war. Right? Horrible thing horrible thing right uh right now it's not so much uh cuba as it is north korea but let's not get into politics john that's not what we're here to do (laughs) uh it really i would prefer to be right under the nose cone of the nuke okay you know what i mean you might as well just why do you want to get you know like a a cloud a cloud of fallout cancer coming at you when you could have just been vaporized Trust me, man. You don't have to be under the cone to get vaporized. That's what I'm saying. But I want to be the first vaporized. <laughs> I want history to write. Paul, <laughs> Paul was number one in line, and he went he went down like a bag of dust. So it, I, was ama- it was amazing. So apparently, you and Pete share the same thought. <laughs> I gotta say, uh, me and Pete do share the same thought. I mean, you know, it's not. Listen, if one hits, it's not going to be good. You don't. You the last thing you want to do. Is pull open the uh, the door to the fallout shelter with post apocalyptic ash raining down from the midnight sky, John. Wow, I'm just I'm just saying, wow! I just took a giant giant dump of no fun on this episode. Paint us a picture, a little darker next time. <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> okay, bringing this show back up to level playing. Uh, we we get back to the office after Pete and Trudy have their interchange, and it's the it's uh, kind of the start of the day. Everybody's a little anxious. Apparently, they shampooed the carpets and brought in some nice canapes to the fridge, mm. which is uh, finger food to you and
0: me. And now, John, now, yeah. John, hold on. I just had a thought. Is the Cuban Missile Crisis yeah. the same kind of concern that the office would be going through in this potential merger? They kind of parallel almost.
1: Outstanding job. The big one's about to hit
0: okay if you talk to me like crane one more time right i'm gonna go get a zip car and I, drive drive to columbus as far
1: as you know i'm not intertwining my
0: fingers <laughs> okay okay you go right ahead there genius
1: but anyway so it, it's interesting because in this scenario you still have the three people uh speculating uh, about you know what's going to happen and then pete has already been given um you know kind of his future Mm-hmm. and I think he actually kind of thinks about that he's like wow these guys don't know what's going to happen I do mm-hmm. uh, it's nice to know and so he goes oh. to tell Don who again you know I think Don really ingratiated himself to Pete in that last conversation and, uh, and Pete, Pete lets him know that hey, you know Doc told me he's going to be president I'm going to be head of accounts I know about the merger I thought you'd like to know that uh, this, uh, this king of assholes will be in charge
0: of you I think this might have been crucial as well because this gave Don the extra time to think about a response oh, yeah. to Duck being president. I, uh, you know, if it had just been sprung on him like they planned, he might have not had enough time to kind of react to it. Yeah, it definitely wouldn't have been as cool. Well, just, I mean, just he he had a whole spiel worked out, really. Right. I mean, I think obviously when when Duck started going into his tirade of drunken dickisms. What um, we're getting there. OK, we have some
1: time to figure that one out. Thank you. Yep.
0: Moving on, we're uh, back in the Draper household um, to see uh, Betty uh, coming home from writing yet again, uh, repeating step two yet one more time. Uh, and he she uh, gets a, a letter from uh, from her husband, Don, John.
1: Oh, so, OK, what do what we got in the letter?
0: It's just uh, letting her know um, how much he wants to be a family again and how sorry he is. And how he really, he can't live his life without her, John.
1: Wasn't that just an incredible ending line?
0: What was the ending line?
1: The ending line was, uh, you know, uh, I know that you won't be alone for long,
0: but without you, I'll be alone forever. Which is literally a load.
1: Oh, yeah. I...
0: I mean, I wouldn't buy that if I read it. If I got a letter from Don Draper that said that, which would be weird, because this is a fictional. <laughs> this is all fictional. I have to remind myself a lot. Uh, I feel like I would laugh out loud. Like, how would Betty not laugh out loud at that, after what she's been through?
1: Well, I think she's, you know, very uh, very angst-ridden right now, what with the whole threat of the bomb and the threat of the baby, which is another bomb to her. Um,
0: <laughs> oh, real good, John. Right? Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Bri- that, was a, that was brilliant. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, I have to try to get back. Uh, yeah, it, I mean, you know, it worked on her because she's welling up with tears by the end of the scene, but I don't. I don't. I don't, uh, I don't like it. Uh, we, we, we move back to the uh, the boardroom, John, to find uh, Putnam, Palomol, or uh, Sinjin, uh-huh. and his lackey. Right. Uh, with Duck. Yep. And on the other side of the table, I think it's called Table, the other side of the table, uh, you've got Coop, yep. you've got Sterling, uh-huh. and you've got uh, Draper. Okay. Three on three. Three on three, indeed. Uh, this is where we learn um, from Sinjin that uh, the Duck Pond will be now taking over um, as president. And uh, this is where he literally just f- he flies off the rails, John. Yeah, he there was com- no
1: need for this, actually. I
0: know. He completely derails and just starts uh, dumping on creative mainly on don draper and how he can't control himself and how you know uh from now on you know um, accounts is not gonna answer to creative
1: well not just uh, that but i mean he kind of gets up in in cooper's uh business a little bit where, where cooper's like wow you know your whole little rant i didn't hear client once yeah and he's like you know what sorry he's like when the times are good people buy things and when they when it's not they don't and uh and so, yeah, I mean, it's just it's kind of ridiculous.
0: It's on un, it, it's unprovoked. Right. It's really unprovoked. And that's what makes it seem so strange. And we're, we're led to believe that he does this because he's trashed. Right. Um, and I mean, I could see that, but it's yeah, I guess he's got a lot of um, he's got a lot of uh, like uh, pent up anger toward toward Don and his success. Jealousy, if you will. Doug.
1: I think so. I think, it, I think it's the whole jealousy thing.
0: So after he's after Duck is done with his tirade, uh, they look at Don and Don says, uh, well, that sounds like a great agency, but it's going to be an agency that I'm not a part of. And Duck snaps back with, well, if you're not going to be a part of it, uh, you better uh, learn to sell insurance, Don, because you're under contract. And Don goes, I'm not under contract. Duck literally, and I don't know if you can see this because it is kind of a tight shot. Shits his pants.
1: <laughs> I love uh, how he looks at Roger, and Roger just kind of yeah. shrugs his shoulders. We were close. Didn't think we needed one.
0: Uh, and this is really. And you, this think, is,
1: you think if he was head, if he was president, if Duck was really going to be president, he'd actually have looked up Don Draper's. Contract. No, but see, he did,
0: see no, but he doesn't really have access to that kind of stuff yet. I don't think because. You know, uh, only Cooper and um, Sterling have, have that information. He would have got that information after this meeting.
1: Right. But instead of waiting for that. Oh, no. Know, and having a meeting later on where he would deliver something of this nature, he just creates an ass of himself.
0: Yep. And so Don stands up to leave. And uh, Roger goes, come on, Don. You know, hey, come on. Don just walks out. Uh, we see Duck then uh, lose it, pounds on the table and um pretty much embarrasses himself again and this is where uh sinjin asks him to leave and we are under the notion that duck will be no more yeah which is uh probably the best move that sinjin made yeah you know i don't think sinjin uh is gonna take well to uh outbursts no and no. Uh, and don is i think completely confident uh that this will happen yeah yeah, he has he has no concern. Well,
1: and he knows that he knows his value. I mean, he knows it would if if he was to leave, they'd be in a bit of trouble. I mean, he's right. got a, he's got a bit of a name now among the clients that he's worked with. Yep,
0: yeah. he goes back to his desk, uh, says he's going to go home, and that Joan should do the same thing. Everyone's still very very concerned. And then John, we snap to a scene that is um pretty heavy oh yeah as the kids say all right uh as we know uh pete doesn't has nothing to go home to except the silver
1: no no that's gone too
0: oh that's right there's looting uh peggy uh is leaving and we have yet another one of those uncomfortable meetings between her and him in his office this usually happens when pete's been drinking a little too much and i think this is uh, yet the case again uh, he has Peggy come in for a drink, and this is where uh, he tells Peggy that he wishes he could have been with her, and she tells him that he could have, that she could have forced him to be with her. Was that the most confusing sentence of no, my no, life? No,
1: no, that one flowed
0: flawless as always. Uh, this is where we uh, Pete gets the information that uh, she has in fact had his child, John.
1: Yeah, he's he's quite incredulous at first.
0: Uh, this seeming to be uh, even more of a sting, coming on the he- heels of his adoption, uh, chicken throwing debauchery. Right. Uh, altogether, uh, I'm sure a shock um, of undescribable proportions. And it's yeah, it's it's just very sad. I mean, you know, because Becky's like, look, I didn't, I didn't want to do that. Well, she says, I could have shamed you into being with me, but uh, I didn't want to. Well, not only that, she didn't want the child. You know, she didn't want to be a mom. Well, but I think she pretty much tells him that, you know, I could have had you, but I didn't want you. Right. Yeah. Which I think was a good call. After all, he is a card-carrying rapist. That's Uh, right, folks. I will never let this go. (laughs) As much as you want me to. Forget about it. Um, but but so she you know
1: she just kind of tells him that she had the baby she gave it away, and uh, he's he's a bit distraught, to the point where he goes and grabs the gun, and uh,
0: hangs out in the office with it. What does that mean? What does what mean? That he's sitting there with a gun. Kind of it is just a quick a quick flash because we see we see Don uh, go home, and he gets to sit with his family. Right. We see Pete. In just a very quick, like, second shot. Right. Uh, hanging out in the office holding his rifle. I think it's the ridiculousness of his social life. Because if you remember that that, that pellet gun, uh,
1: he bought that with the refund of money from the chip and dip.
0: Yeah. And Which, actually, I'm I'm perfectly okay with. You're okay with the chip and dip? Well, yeah. But I'm okay with exchanging that for a, an, an, an air gun because that's kind of fun.
1: Right. <laughs> Right, right. But if you remember how Trudy responded when he told her what he had gotten, she just kind of railed and laid into him. But he, he never took it back, and uh, I think he's just uh, all out of sorts. Plus, remember he wants to uh, shoot an animal and have a woman
0: cook it in front of him. So well, I think that's everyone's dream, John. Oh boy. Uh, and the last
1: little quick scene we have um, before we, we leave for the episode is uh, Peggy praying to you know to her. God, the God that's not you know crazy judgmental like the one oh. that, you know is not going to yeah. send her to hell like uh, like Father Hanks was pontificating about. uh You
0: know, it's it's it, it's uh, I uh, I don't have anything Whoa. to say. Okay. I have nothing to say. Uh, yeah, that was a complete that was a train wreck right there. Uh, that was a train wreck. That is what a train wreck sounds like coming out of someone's mouth. <laughs>
1: And uh, what a great ending to the, the show with uh, uh, Betty and Don talking, and, and there's this great suspense of, um, you know, she's going to tell him about the dude, you know, about the, the bar thing? And uh, she goes with the baby thing.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I had any suspense about her, uh, her telling him about her infidelity oh, as really? much as, as the baby. I mean, okay, you got two elephants in the room. Right. Uh, one is a lot bigger than the other. Okay. Which one's the bigger one? Uh, oh, I don't know, John. Um, maybe the the baby which you will be birthing in nine months. Ish. Ish. Hey, why are you, uh, you look like you're putting on weight mainly um, in the uh, in the baby area. No, no, nothing. It's no, nothing. Nobody just realized gonna go, with Peggy. Just going to go for a ride. Whatever. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't, I think. I think. It, for me, it was clear it was going to be the baby. But All right. Apparently, you just you just want to make trouble.
1: Uh, but you know, Don Don just tries to uh, be supportive, grabs her hand, and uh,
0: and that's it. Little face like He has a. He has. You know, it's 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 kind of funny though because it's like, how would you handle this situation, right? Like, do you think to make her feel better, you would say? Oh no! That you know what? That's great. This is gonna be, this is gonna be great, or it's gonna be okay. But he didn't say that. Uh, he has a he has a similar look on his face that Betty has on her face, like oh, an oh shit. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And uh, you would think, you would think that he would have something to say.
1: Well, you know, I mean, they've already, they've already been raising two children i mean they they it's not that far in their mind of what it's like to have a you know an infant and uh i don't think they think it's going to be great news little do they know that their infant will have magical powers
0: well yes be a lorlac and be able to control time and space sure uh but i don't know it it, it I, it's it just seems like again an inability to connect yeah and you know it,
1: you know and, and you know this is the finale and it just kind of it goes out with this really melancholy music
0: long shot yeah. like another another disaster babies are disasters <laughs> listen that's what matt's telling me john i don't think that oh that's that's the point you're you're you're, you're gleaning this that's that's the message you walk away with yes John great finale that was that's how you do a that's good how you finale do it. somebody needs to look in, in the backlogs and take and take a little a little lesson from how you do a good finale, not like season four well it
1: seemed like it was just step up you know they ended, ended season one very well season two very good season three
0: outstanding season, season four, three was the best finale to ever be on television that's right people i don't like mash <laughs> this <laughs> <laughs> season season three was incredible and I literally I literally had to go sit in a sauna
1: and I think that you know the one thing that just held season four back
0: was uh, was Megan no I disagree okay I disagree well unless you're saying that the whole Megan getting married thing yes I, I mean it was, it was okay I'm sorry I, I'm, I'm slow. Uh, Cause I like her character and I like where they were going with it, and right. it could have been it could have been good, but to just have them be like, uh, 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 it's the end of the season, let's get married, and I mean, that's what it felt like. It literally felt like Don was like, oh man, we're out of episodes. And for anybody
1: that has not seen season four yet, never mind.
0: Yeah, that has that that we were just we we're that's all conjecture. <laughs> <laughs> Great show, <laughs> thank you, John. Uh, You did a wonderful job yet again. Uh, do we have, you know, this is the off season, everyone. Um, th- th- this episode was not recorded um, after the season finale of season two, obviously. Um, several years later, in fact. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but did, did we get any mail? Do people still listen to this thing? Amazingly, yeah. That's not true. It is. Are you writing mails to just to us? Are you opening Gmail accounts? Me? Yes. No. Okay. I wouldn't do that. Don't believe you. All right. All um, right. No, oh, yeah, Chip. absolutely. We got a couple. No, I mean, Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Do we not open the mailbag in the off-season? Oh, do you have the thing? I do. I have the button right here. Very nice. Uh, yeah, no,
1: okay. we, we definitely we got a few, and we want to thank everybody that's continuing to participate. Obviously. Um, our, our good friend of the show, Angela, from right here in Columbus. Uh, I, and I think you should post this link, because this was really interesting, uh, if not a little weird. Northwestern
0: University. Yes. Yes
1: has a madman course
0: oh man yeah yeah it's like a semester
1: course for freshmen
0: oh is it yeah man can you imagine that calling up your dad being like hey how's how's school going it's going good you know you know that that college that you're paying for or all those loans i took out yeah i'm taking a course on (laughs) madmen oh my god that's when i that's where as a father i would hang up the phone get in the car drive there and uh, beat my child to death. Um, <laughs> I maybe, have. Maybe don't I post have. the link.
1: Um, <laughs> but, but, yeah, I mean, it's kind of like a sociology course. It's talking about, you know, gender issues in the 60s. Um, uh, uh,
0: Can't can you just watch the show? <laughs> like, <laughs> what kind of jackass would take this course? I'm serious. Do you Do you have to be high to sign up for this?
1: Maybe listening to our show is part of the curriculum.
0: Yeah, but yes, part, part of the curriculum. Uh, you, you must be stoned at least 23 hours a day. <laughs> Two, must listen to unaccredited podcast The Mad Men Recap. <laughs> we,
1: so, wait, so, step, so if that was part of the three, curriculum, would, they, would it be a better, a better class if they had to listen to us?
0: Step three sign up for grad school now. <laughs>
1: So, thank you, Angela, for that. I, I thought it was interesting. Never Oh, I'm never, sure. No, it's very interesting. No, I just. Never mind. It, seems ridiculous. Ridiculous. Um, it seems ridiculous. It seems ridiculous. Our friend Kevin writes in. He's he, uh, actually a lot of people loved your um, technical update at the end of last show.
0: Oh, yeah. Thanks, everybody. Yeah, it does take a lot to put this thing on. <laughs> and and no, I don't know why we do it.
1: Um, but, uh, you know, don't know how you find the time, but count me in uh, among the people that count on you guys for a good laugh after each episode and apparently now in the off season. So, thanks, Kevin. Sure. Uh, our friend Stacy writes in, uh, says that we that loves uh, she loves all of the work that goes into this. Wonders why we do it, and you said we don't know. I
0: don't know. John makes me right. <laughs>
1: You're right. I'm quite uh, cracking the whip from a thousand miles away. You are. Um, and uh, now, now last time, she, do you know what this is called? Uh, a browser called Chrome. Yeah, that's the Google
0: browser. Oh well, that that's the browser she's having trouble with on the website. Oh, good. Okay, I've I've got. I've actually I've done a little research and I, I figured out how to get past this problem. Oh, good. So stop stop using Chrome. Perfect. Um, and, and and thank you for that.
1: And <laughs> <laughs> and I was pointing out that um, you know when when uh, when Don pays for Pete there in season four. Remember, like the the partner's yes. fee that fifty grand. Exactly. That he was actually because uh, because he paid fifty for Pete and a hundred for himself. And she's like, "Wow, you know, he paid three years' salary because he was making fifty grand that we learned last time per year."
0: Mm-mm. But I think uh, I think the whole five hundred thousand from the sale might have helped with that. And let's not forget that money has been making money for him.
1: Oh yeah, no, it, it works for Don. Yeah. Uh, Andy writes in, longtime fan, first time emailer. Good. Uh, he he had now, if you remember last time, uh, Peggy landed the popsicle account. Yes. And we were talking about. The woman on the popsicle account, kind of looking alien-esque with the giant neck. Yes. Well, Andy points out that uh, you know the reason that the client says, "Oh, isn't that a familiar look?" is that it's apparently exactly the pose that the Virgin Mary is in in all of that Christian iconography, hands extended, head to the side.
0: And I and I and I've got to be honest. Uh, I read I read your email. Um, what was the guy's name? Andy. Andy. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. <laughs> Man, uh, I read your email, Andy, and I felt like the biggest jackass idiot on the planet. Uh, you said you, know, you said in your email that maybe John and I didn't talk about uh, the fact that it was a, a particularly a religious pose, not only the long neck being part of the uh, a very well-known artistic iconography style of the time to have the unusual long necks, um, uh no john and i completely missed that um more embarrassing for me in fact because i went to art school and took more (laughs) art history than i'm sure most most of us out there um but yes you are unbelievably right and we are unbelievably stupid and for that and for that you win the Mad Men recap award for this episode which will be in the mail to you shortly don't worry about sending your address (laughs) <laughs> we figured it out. We figured it out, and it's on its way. And he also points out, uh, and, and I, I guess I uh, I hadn't realized this.
1: Uh, our friend Conrad Hilton, yeah, he was in Major League. He was.
0: That was great. Thanks.
1: Uh, and it's interesting <laughs> that you give Andy the award because Anthony writes in, and he yeah. thinks that the popsicle ad is more of a Jesus
0: at the Last Supper image. Christian, yes, but a man. Uh, I disagree. Uh, but I will say that I I don't think it was a, it wasn't a copy of, as far as I can remember, it was not a copy of a particular painting. Yeah. Um, so I do agree that she's in the, um, she's, she's in the crucifix type pose, obviously ascension pose kind of. Um, but I don't, I don't believe that it's, um, necessarily one or the other. So that's it. Yeah. Is that all the mail? That's all the mail. That's all the mail.
1: It's the off-season, my friend.
0: Well, that doesn't mean you don't have to write people.
1: (laughs) Well, I think last time, because of our uh, our technical extravaganza, we didn't really give the folks all of the information on how they can be part of this great show.
0: Oh, this is true, John. Now, if you'd like to send us an email, which John and I uh, uh, love particularly, um, what you do is you mail it to staff at madmanrecap.com. And John is unbelievable at getting back to you ask anyone ask any of our listeners you write us a mail i might read it but john will respond to it and it is it is a hoot when you respond to those mails, john you don't just write thanks no 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 john comments on what you've said thank you for your patronage and uh and wishes you a nice day
1: well here's the thing it's uh, a conversation my friend
0: it is john a conversation. And it's not one sided. No, no, no. Two sided. Sometimes three sided, but only late at night. Uh, you can also and we encourage you to contact us on the Facebooks, John. I just noticed this week we're up to 610 or 611 uh, folks that follow us and enjoy the uh, the uh, bright and witty banter that happens on that page. Um, if you'd like to join, just search on um uh, but what, what are they, fan pages?
1: Oh, yes, fan pages.
0: Fan pages for The Mad Men Recap. You'll find us and you'll find on there, John, a beautiful, helpful, and delicious community to be a part of.
1: That's fantastic. Now, if, if people want to get their thoughts about the show out other ways, uh, we, we do have a website. We
0: do. TheMadMenRecap.com, John.
1: Yep. And that will give uh, a little synopsis of the most current show, with all of the other shows below it and a chance to comment on our performance or the show or whatever you'd like to talk about. And I think my favorite stuff to read, and I've been a little bit down because I haven't seen a new one in some time, is the iTunes.
0: I also love that.
1: Uh, It's just the coolest stuff. Uh, People seem to be uh, really enjoying the show. A lot of high ratings, high marks, and... um, it's been a, imagine this, it's been two months.
0: It's been two months two since months. our last one? Yeah. Oh, is that is that why I feel so cold all the time? That <laughs> uh, could be. Uh, uh, John, I don't know if you know this, um, and I don't want to sound cocky in saying this, but we are the best Mad Men podcast on the Intertron. You don't think that's a little cocky? I don't. <laughs> i don't at all i believe it people steal our your our our stuff yeah. you, know,
1: you you've had more than uh, more than one copyrighted phrase uh lifted if you will
0: i will oh, other than that that uh folks if you want to uh follow us on twitter that's good we don't twitter too much we basically use it currently we during the season we twitter on the show uh during the show um, but it's nice in the off-season. If you use Twitter more than you use Facebook, we alert you when a new show is posted uh, so you can go to your iTunes and check it out. So you can follow us there at, um, at Mad Men Recap. Just search for us and we're there. But, uh, John, I'll tell you what, it's been fabulous talking to you again. You know, John and I, although we are brothers, only talk uh, when we do this show. Uh, so I guess we'll talk to you in the new year, John, when we do our next show. And I want to w- uh, wish a very very, very pleasant um, Mad Men Recrap. Merry Christmas to all our listeners. Merry Christmas. And if you're Jewish, could and you live in New York, could you talk to the guys that drive the mitzvah van around and get them to st- maybe just turn it down a little bit? Do you know about this? No. I figure since, you know, the show's uh, since this is off-season, I can rant a little bit at the end of the show. Okay. There's this thing in New York. And don't get me wrong, I love the Jews. Most, most of my best friends are Jewish. Uh, but, but there's this thing in New York, and it's around Hanukkah, during Hanukkah. Which is over. Uh, which is over now. Right. And I, I've, I've gotten some sleep, finally. Uh, but there's this thing called uh, the mitzvah tank, okay? Okay. And it's this bus uh, that I don't know if it's rabbis driving it around. Just, you know, just some dedicated Jewish folks. And they blast Jewish music throughout the streets. This is both my, This is in all the boroughs. Is this and I th- like uh, dinner time? This is in the evening time. Okay. Actually, I think it's all the time. It feels like it's all the time. It's called the mitzvah tank. And I think it's to get, it's, I'm, not, I'm not up on uh, Jewish culture, but I believe it's to get uh, people that have strayed back into the hardcore Jewish faith.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Uh, and I'm all for that. I always say the more Jews, the better. Okay, <laughs> that's your your motto. That's it's <laughs> kind of my mo, John. Uh, but uh, that mitzvah tank and that music is a little more than disturbing.
1: Okay, well we will we will look into
0: that. I just wanted to put that out there on the intertron and see if if the guy that's driving the tank <laughs> listens to our show. Could next year, could you just turn it down a pinch? I'm sure that will be (laughs) well-heated. And on that note, I will see you in 2011. I will, too. Happy New Year, everybody, and we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye, John. Bye. Bye.